You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Pizza. Pizza is bad, good, but it's pizza. So you don't still eat it. Warm it up when it's cold. Eat it cold. So that's what women are like pizza? No, I'm saying. Y'all are like pizza. Because we just have to be good. We're not ready. So we don't want to be good. We're not ready. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Like, man. Yo, everybody knows that it goes down in group text, and it has certainly been an interesting week in ours. We invite you to join in as we discuss these outlandish topics that to we me, partake baby. in on a daily basis. Let's go. It's Keisha Nicole, and last week we talked about filters and angles. So I know what an angle is now. Thanks, y'all. Did some research. <laughs> no, y'all told you me last week. Oh, okay. When I came home last night. And I had an opportunity to show somebody an angle. Oh, oh look at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> over there. When you make love to me. This guy. You went fast asleep. Come on now. <laughs> this your boy, Rob. P, give it to me. Give it, give This your boy, Rob. P, last week we talked about filters and angles and... Y'all still using them shits. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the conversation would have got y'all to stop using them shits, but I guess it did not. But they didn't hear it yet, did they? Well, they gonna hear it when they hear it. Oh, give it to me, baby. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it's your man, JD, and yeah, y'all need to just chill with the filters because it's not helping. It helps some people. No, it, it don't. It helps a lot of people. You can see the ugly through it, regardless. No, you can't. I bet you you've been tricked before. I'll nah. make you hot till you've had enough. No, nah, I ain't been tricked before. <laughs> Not in that capacity. <laughs> and I'm your girl, December Davis. Give it to me. Give it I haven't got many filters or angle pictures. Really? I don't check my inbox either. Though. There you go. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. All right. That's sweet. That nasty punk. Give it to me, baby.
just ruined a great moment. Can we be serious? All right, everybody. Today we're going into this parenting thing, and uh, for yo, for those of you that don't know, that was a clip from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was having some issues with his dad popping in and out of his life, and uh, to the group, how would you handle that situation if that was your child? Well, if it was my child, I definitely would have broken down. Um, I just can't, I can't stand to see a child hurting, and what other hurt is there like you know it's like losing a parent um he might as well be dead you know um so the only thing i could say is just apologize for the errors that i've done in the past <laughs> that may have made this guy not come around you know because sometimes you know i feel like women or maybe i'll just go to me i won't even speak on women in general i could have think done some things differently um in the relationship so maybe I pushed him away. So the only thing I could do is apologize to my child and, and just make sure that she knows that I'm there going forward and we're going to get through this. <laughs> I got a sensitive side too, Rob P. <laughs> yeah, fucking flabbergasted. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that by any <laughs> I have nothing else to say for the rest of the podcast. Good. <clears throat> so uh, I scratched that. It was clear, or it was clear that that episode. I think I'm too loud. Chilling. It was clear that that scene was really, really emotional and traumatic for um, Will's character. However, I think we need to discuss or at least acknowledge that when we were brought to America as slaves, men were torn away from their families, and that still impacts us impacts the family unit to this day and then further after slavery um, moms could not have the father in the home if they were applying for government assistance so all these things impact the black family um, dynamic and that's not to excuse you know his behavior but I think it's important for us to recognize that and how that impacts um, fathers relationships with their children and in the family as a whole so <clears throat> i think a parent coming in and out you asked that how, or how would i just react to that part yeah just to that part okay just just that particular moment just that so if that was my son i would definitely if that was my son i would definitely um explain to him that people are human and no one's perfect and we can't put our expectations, um, things that we expect on other people on them. <laughs> I, I, I just, can you sit somewhere else? I, next it, no matter where I sit. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore you. You're going to see me I'm moving to ignore around, you. doing stuff. Just horrible. Look at the engineer. Look at the engineer? Yeah. Okay. Now I forgot what I was saying. But um, I would just be supportive. And then when um, he was not as emotional, have a deeper conversation with him um, about that situation. Well, it's 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 a real hard situation to from both perspectives, because um, someone who's been in his shoes and someone as a parent, you you kind of never really know how to comfort your child like you you want to 
be a comfort form, but it's like it's so many emotions going through their mind at that time. And the the most prominent emotion that they have is that it's their fault. You know, so you have to figure out a way to make sure they understand, like, it's not your fault that this parent isn't there or he's doing what he's doing. He's human and he's experiencing some form of a human behavior. But it's like I say, it's, it's just it's you got to keep from getting emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to keep from getting emotional yourself because that's. You know, you, you want to be able to be strong for them, but it's hard because like if any parent, you're protective of your child. Right. And so you automatically are going to go to a space of defense, you know. And so you got to make sure that when you're not in that space of defense, you're still being open. You're still being sensitive. You're still being vulnerable, but also letting them know that you can't distract me, bro. <laughs> I you just did. Right. Clearly I, mean, I was going to stop in the midst of it anyway because I went out last night. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, but, me, yeah, I'm, you done? Yeah. Okay. Well, me, I'm the suck it up parent. I'm not about to apologize for the actions with someone else. I'm not going to apologize for pushing somebody away. It's just us, this the situation, and we got to ride with it. That's just how it is. I mean, this is reality. Things come, come along like this in your life all the time. You're going to have disappointments, you're going to have letdowns. You got to learn how to suck that shit up and keep it moving. Yeah, but that's still a conversation, even yeah. if you're saying that. So you're yeah. just like a tough conversation. Yeah, it'd be a conversation, but it wouldn't be all that crying and tears and all that. Get that shit out now. I don't want to talk about this no more. That's it. So we got one, we got one conversation for this shit, and we got shit to do. You can't just heal that quick. You know what? Because it it'll, it'll impact them um, in the future how they um, form attachments and relationships with others as well. So it's definitely a good idea to have that conversation with them. But I definitely feel where Jerry coming from because I'm so like matter of fact. But I have to remove myself from from that. Like I have to be better for my kid. I can't be matter of fact if he's feeling something I have to find a way to kind of relate to him and it's hard because I'm like so not emotional I'm gonna fix it like there's nothing you can do about it let's move on I I get that Mm -hmm. but as a parent you gotta find ways to support them and help them get through those type of things because it'll impact them later and you don't want I don't want my kid living with me when they 20 and all that you gotta go no no you still gotta move so but I want you to (laughs) be mine is not leaving I want you to be a productive citizen and it's so hard because like you know, you want to tell them to move on and you don't you don't want to give them too much room to continually using that throughout life as an mm-hmm. excuse for behavior, right. you know. But at the same time, you're like, well, shit, how long do I excuse the behavior? You see what I'm saying? So it's like, OK, well, you acting out, but how long do you get to act out? You know, so like how he's saying, it's like you got to suck that shit up. But it's still like a, a it's almost like a grieving time you got to mm-hmm. give them. It's an amount of time that you got to say, OK, I understand you're going through what you're going through emotionally, but. How far am I going to allow you to continually using that? Like, you know, even as an adult, you know, a lot of people will be like, OK, well, I don't have my parent around. So that's a lot of the reason that I I'm not around or I can't be a parent. And it's like, yo, how long do you say, OK, well, that's my that's my past. But I can't keep using that as an excuse going forward. Well, so I think everybody is different and everyone grieves in their own way, in their own time length. And, and you really can't put a time on it. Um, what is it? I think it's we had this discussion once before. It was generational, generation. I can't even say it, generational uh, trauma. Yeah, it's just passed down generation to generation, generation. 
So it's up to that child eventually when they become an adult to determine, like, I'm not going to let this happen anymore. They have somebody has to stand up and break that cycle. But see, I wasn't even thinking about it cycle wise. For Mm -hmm. me, it was just like knowing what I felt. And it was just me constantly saying, I'm never going to be like that with my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm so never, you took that stance. Yeah, I took that stance. Like, yeah. because I know how it felt. You know, I know, like, going up, like, yo, I'm like, fuck that. I'm never going to be that type of father. I'm never going to not be there for my children. And it was just a constant thing over and over and over in my head. So once I had kids, I was so deadlocked and to make sure that I was in every aspect of their life because I wouldn't want nobody to feel how I felt. Mm-hmm. So for me, but and it's crazy though because not everybody responds that way. You know, some people respond the complete opposite. Yeah, sure. And then there's even people who have both parents don't necessarily be the best when they become a parent. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, or be there for their kids. So it's it's just it's a weird. It's it's just weird how it plays out, and it's unfortunate for the child because as a parent you're still human, so you're still trying to navigate it. You know, but the kid really has no clue. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would give them time to grieve. I'm just saying, but we <laughs> said, fuck your bubble bath. <laughs> yes, we kind of like, hey. You ain't over this shit yet? Right, I ain't got time to be saying still, man. We got shit to do. You Clean know what up saying? your I, goddamn room, little right. bastard. I don't want to keep hearing all, I'm still sad and all that. Okay, you had your day. We, gotta, we got stuff to do. This we got to move. This is exactly why I call you bastard all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Now you get it. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Thank you. So, uh, so to y'all, while we dealing with this, what we got this uh, this topic on the table. What's worse to you guys, like a completely absent parent, or that parent that just pop in here and there, like maybe birthday once a year, then I don't see them again to Christmas, you know, or hell, not at all. Maybe they see them. Three months out the year, who knows? Whenever you know, they see him in the you know, whenever they see him in the street, you know. So, what's worse, that completely absent parent or that poppy-in parent, that part-time parent? Well, to me, the completely absent parent is the best thing yet for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just get on and let me do my damn thing, right. like, you know. But if I'm looking at it from a child's perspective, a part-time parent, I believe, is more beneficial. I don't even want to say beneficial. It's better than an absentee parent. Um, I I just think it's important for that child to have some sort of relationship with the other parent, get to know him or her. And um, I mean, you know, every situation is is a life experience, is a lesson. Even if it's a bad one, you know, it's something that they can take with them as they go into an adulthood themselves. Um, so I, I, I definitely think, uh, a part-time and I think we need to define like what a part-time parent is because just a part-time parent you know that parent that just show up on special occasions like they don't see them no time unless it's their birthday birthday once a year so I think a part-time parent I guess I agree with December that a part-time parent is better than um no parent at all because they do have some relationship they do know who their parent is um but if I'm honest, <laughs> I was a, a, a by myself parent for the most of um, my kids' life. And when I wasn't, 
it was like I was in shell shock. Like, Welcome what? to the club, McDonald's. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Like, you know, like, stuff was simple then. Like, then it's like somebody else got to say, you know, right. and you... Right. I gotta ask. Right. Or something. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily asking, but it was just like, just that, that presence. Like, oh, okay. is, is that presence is there. You just go so long, you know, what you say is, is rocking, but then that uh, kid got that other parent now, and so they feel like, you know, they can they can go to that other parent and then what they're getting from that other parent is impacting what you already had going on. So you're like, what the? Nigga, I said no. You know? So it just, like, I I would say, uh, I, I would feel a certain type of way when um, people would say, I can't stand, you know, my baby mama or my baby daddy or they, they ain't doing this or they ain't doing that. And I never, I didn't, I didn't even have the option to complain about that. So like, you know, that option was taken away. It was, yeah, it just wasn't an option for me. So um, I used to tell people, you like, you lucky you have that option to go and ask. And not to say like, uh, my son's father, even though his, in his situation and his family, he never, like my kid never wanted anything, wanted for anything financially if he needed something he he did what he had to do to to make it happen for him. So I don't want to, you know, downplay that at all because my kid wanted for nothing. But it was just a point like I couldn't just call and say, you know, to his dad, like these running shoes, one thirty, which you got on, right? <laughs> <laughs> so now, some of our situations, he'd be like, um, I got a good job. <laughs> That's all I got on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a little bit of both, I guess, for me. You know, as far as for me, it's just easier to do the shit by myself. Um, because when you're dealing with another person, whether they're in their full-time work or dipping in and out, they still have a different ideal of what parenting should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be that situation where you're going to say this should or shouldn't be done, and they're going to like, no, we're going to do it this way. So you, you always got to deal with that. Now, for the kid most of the time I feel like it's good because that's their parent and no matter how toxic a parent mm-hmm. is the kid will never understand that until they're older because right. that's just their parent like, right. like why my parent not there I want my parent so a parent cannot show up 10 times you show up that one time mm-hmm. it's the greatest thing to happen in the world for them you know what I'm saying but as the the, the primary caregiver you like yo nigga I'm the one gotta answer the other nine when they crying or they asking why you know such and such not happening so you know for me but as, as the as once upon a time the primary it's just easier when you out the way and let me do what I need to do but for the kids it's best whether it's a lot or a little whatever they can get for the most part is I guess it's good unless the parent is a toxic person for them then you know yeah that causes a problem but you know for the kids for the most part if you're doing everything for the kids that second parent that parent being there someone that looks like them someone that you know they can see their self in a lot of their mannerisms and stuff like that it's important for their development but you know it's not always good for you as the yeah <laughs> deal with that bullshit like, like nigga just go I personally want the full absent parent cause I don't want you fucking up the vibe I got going with these kids 
I got them on the pad and here mm-hmm. you come tugging at their ass with them over here breaking promises to them they crying I gotta deal with that shit <laughs> don't the fuck on about your business let me do what I gotta do with these kids keep them on this path I can't have you coming in interrupting our our or we got something good going you coming in with this bullshit well, right. um, JD before you get to the next question can I uh we ask social media this question. Can I give yeah, a few sure. responses? Go ahead. So one person said, um, in regards to is a part-time parent better than an absent parent? Is she said yes? Any help is better than no help. Then, in, then again, how often is part-time? And I think we kind of d- distinguish like it can be just in and out or birthdays. And she felt like it was so many elements to this. So I think she agreed that part-time is better than no time. And then we have someone who else who said no, because the child needs you to be in their life, their life all the time, not part time. These are the sacrifices you have to make when you make the decision to bring a life in this world that needs our undivided attention. But see, I feel like with that, that's some personal shit. Though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not, not to discount how you feel and how that person feels. Mm-hmm. But when you start talking about like that, it, that also is important that part-time is important you know right. what i'm saying like that's just as important as what you're saying mm-hmm. like you're saying as an adult you need to be responsible right that's some you adult shit. shit right <laughs> you know the kid ain't thinking about like same thing when we just talking about well, i'm sure we're gonna get back to as far as the money go kid don't give a fuck if you spend a hundred dollars or so or whatever the case may be they just want to see you right. you know what i'm saying if you go out for christmas and you buy everything and the dad don't buy shit but he gets up with them on Christmas morning and play with the presents them kids are going to be just as happy mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's like we, we all sometimes I think we get too confused like mm-hmm. I say in the adult shit yep. as opposed to thinking about well how is my child going to be affected mm-hmm. by this growing up without my dad I ain't going to lie to you I would have loved part time mm-hmm. as opposed to no time mm-hmm. right. you know what I'm saying because even in them part time moments I could have gotten certain questions asked I could have got that that interaction that I needed that I didn't get so see that. that's just, you know, someone else said, yes, part time is better. I feel like at least they know you. And when they grow up, it's up to them to keep that relationship. And the child will know who the full timer, mm-hmm. the full timer tribe and any effort is better than none. So, yeah. And then um, someone said who she put a disclaimer. I don't have any children. However, I guess it depends on how one looks at this. If we are looking at time, then, yeah, a part time parent is better. Because Bitch, at shut the, up. You ain't got no kids. At the very least. <laughs> can't do that. Right. You have an opinion. They're there, a presence. However, if we look at the quality, then a part-time parent who is not teaching, correcting, (laughs) instructing, and pouring into the child is just as bad as an absent parent. They are not involved or invested in the children's future, which is a necessity for productive and healthy social, emotional, and mental development when the child is an adult. Just my two cents. So I think... That was like a nickel. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's like you telling me how to clean my dick and you ain't got no dick. Well, what if she's coming from the same spot you were? Where her one of her parents were absent. Right. right. Well, that's different. But she saying she ain't got no kids, and so I think just because you don't have a, any kids doesn't mean you can't have an opinion. But the right. opinion has to be taken with that I don't have a kid opinion. See, because let me tell you the thing about it: you your view changes greatly when you have them. It's easy to read something no, from a don't. book. No, mine did. Mine didn't. Yo, it's easy to read some shit from a book until you up all night. Or until them niggas come back and tell you that, oh, my best friend said they about to commit suicide. You see what I'm saying? So, like, that stuff, that that's it's easy to have that opinion. But when you're in that emotion, 
that emotion sometimes trump that logic. It, it depends on the person, Rob P. Because look at me. Now, look at me. When my kid is in a crisis, I don't freak out. Because you're a crisis. I'm not I'm a crisis. <laughs> you are a crisis. You you maneuver in crisis, though. So it's, it doesn't matter if it's your kid or not. You maneuver in crisis because that's the field you went into. Right. So I can handle. Yeah, like, so you can not... handle crisis. But we talking about a person, the normal human mm-hmm. being, who's not moving in the crisis, who hasn't went to school. Like, you even admitted it earlier right. that I went to school for it so I know no. how to properly handle it. Mm-hmm. So it's on top of the fact that now you have a kid and you were went to school for it, yeah. But we talking about somebody you've never, it's different when you got that. That, like, your kid fall off the bed. Yeah, I can read what I got to do. But if you ain't built from a, that calm collective, you gonna freak out. But I'm like with the, the go ahead, my, tell pers- story. My, my my personality, I think, is calm and collected because as as a parent, like it's plenty of um, people who are in the same field as I am in, and their children are probably some of the worst kids. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think it come it has to be part of your personality to to be log- a logical thinker or to be rational a lot because being being a parent you you lose sometimes people lose all that training. that knowledge and training because you're in it like you said in the the emotion but I think it depends on the personality cuz like I mean y'all know I've been through plenty of stuff with with my kid and it has been a lot but we handle it and work I- through but like I say, it's like this. Even if in a situation where we we just take this as a, a far end of the field. Mm-hmm. If you have a child and you find out that your child is gay, your reaction to that is different because that's your child as opposed to if you was just reading about it somewhere right. else. Like I know a million and one people be like, ah, I wouldn't care. But, but then they found out it was theirs. They was like, oh, mm-hmm. they I mean, they still love their kid, but it was like. Oh, mm-hmm. that's my kid. So now you're thinking about how society is about mm-hmm. to look at your child or the shit your kid is about to go through. So it's easy when you're not in that. Like, it's easy to say, hey, I should do this. We should do that. We should do that. But when that baby or whoever that is is crying because that parent isn't there and they looking in your eyes and they looking for you for that support, it's a completely different feeling. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's easy. But in this situation, with this particular question that was asked and how this listener responded we don't know and it's an assumption but I feel that if she's speaking from a place as if she was the child and she was longing for that part time love with that missing parent then that she that sounds more statistical than emotional though her response sounded more like she was more coming from a professional aspect of it as opposed to an emotional aspect that's why I said it, it sounded more Textbookish. Yeah, it sounded a little textbookish to me. Now I don't know. Like I said, we don't right, know. I don't know who it is. So speculation, mm-hmm. but it didn't sound like someone that was saying, "I've been through this. This is how I felt." Blah blah blah. This sound like niggas statistically. Blah 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 blah. Right. Blah. But I'm just like, saying we can't discount a person because they don't have a child. Because yeah, fuck that. if she's Man, coming from, that's what I'm saying. If her position is that she's coming from being that child that was missing that yeah. link. And she has absolutely. No, I definitely, I definitely get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's coming from a part where you were a child and missing that link, then I understand that. But that didn't feel like. <laughs> well, thank you to all our listeners for. Part- oh, you guys are awesome. Right. For participating. <laughs> Keep on participating when we pose questions. Yeah, that was fun. I, you know, those pretty good answers, pretty good questions. And uh, sticking with this absent parent, this completely absent parent, with that, do you. 
allow your child to deal with that side of the family of that absent parent? Would you be in fear of running to that parent or, or what? I'm not going to put forth a whole lot of effort to reach out to that uh, to that family if we're being frank. <laughs> but if they reach out, um, I absolutely would not turn them away. Um, but yeah, I'm not putting forth any effort. <laughs> so none. Like, uh, no, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, not in real time. Nick. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm pretty good at trying. No, I'm not. I mean, no, it's, I don't think it's the dad is already gone, or the other parent is already gone, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm dealing with raising my child, you know, on my own, or you know, with the support system that I have in place. But so I gotta reach out and make y'all be good yeah. aunts and grandmas and stuff too. No. What if they, re- what if they reach lot. out to you though? No, that's what I said. That's I, I would be receptive to that, but okay. I'm not about to reach out. No, <laughs> I'm dealing with my end of the park. Right. <laughs> so, um, definitely, I definitely wouldn't cut off the rest of the family. Um, but typically, I think they usually cut themselves off. And to ex- expand on that, I guess it's the same thing. Like de- what December said. I'm not going to make that effort to continue that relationship. Like, I'll definitely invite them to different things. But I think some of that responsibility has to be on them to kind of reach out to the kid. And I definitely have been in a similar um, situation. I mean, Makia's family, both sides love him to pieces, but... Being a parent by yourself, like your priorities, like you you have a list of priorities. And my kid went through a lot of stuff. So some of those things just weren't the top of our priority, right. top of our list. So Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was thinking it's my same time. It's like as as a parent, you deal with so much other shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like certain shit you just can't bother yourself with. And even though even though it's probably important. You know what I'm saying? It's probably important that you make sure that he has a connection with his cousins and so on and so forth. But when you're dealing with bills, you got a child care, you got to deal with all this shit that day to day of being a parent. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking of something you like, listen, I ain't, they ain't reaching out. They ain't got nothing to do with it. And I, I'm gladly, I love that the family, if the family reaches out, they want to be involved, please. Because that's more people I can call to babysit. So Selfish. I need all the, I need the whole village. <laughs> Everybody. Hell, who, who, who want them this weekend, motherfucker? <laughs> Shit. But no, but it, like I say, it's hard. Like as I was saying, is when you're in them trenches. When you mm-hmm. got that title as a parent, there's a lot of shit that a motherfucker's on our saying, well, you should have did like this, you should have mm-hmm. did like that. Like, yeah, okay, motherfucker, you try this shit through Monday through Friday and dealing with the stress. You know, the stress of when they go to school, if the phone ring, you got to answer the phone all the time because mm-hmm. you don't know if that's the school calling. You don't know what's going on. You When they come home, you don't know what they didn't dealt with. Like you say, he's got, you just saw the stress that they get from shit they friends going through that they didn't told them and they confided mm-hmm. in and they don't know how to handle it and they coming Train to you that with way. that you know yeah. what I'm saying then they gotta get good grades and mm-hmm. they gotta perform and if they're a boy they gotta be a certain way if they're a girl mm-hmm. they gotta be a certain way if they go to schools without uniforms they gotta dress a certain way you know what I'm saying so it's so much that they got that they bringing home on you and you gotta take it because you gotta help mm-hmm. them feel some level of comfort yeah. so reaching out to Joe and Betty Whoever and you like. Okay. And you gotta cook. <laughs> I agree with that so so much. Um it was a situation where um 
somebody had called me because they were upset with uh, my kids' behavior and, like, kind of completely tried to go off. Hmm. And I'm like, where were you those other 364 days? This was somebody on the other side? Yeah. Of the, of the family? Yeah. Oh, they were they <laughs> bugging. Off my phone. Right. Oh. <laughs> and you listen to that? I'm surprised how I feel about that. <laughs> Three, where were you those 364 other days? Right. Just like you didn't know my number, those other 364. <laughs> right. The number you have reached. <laughs> so I'd have been like, huh? People got nerves, man. Yeah. I'd have completely What'd flipped the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? Hold so. on. I'd have sat the phone down and went and did something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with me, I would want them to know the other side just because... I want my kids to grow up with their. Well, I don't want them dating their cousins. <laughs> that's, that's valid. That's a valid ass reason. <laughs> and yeah, then my family, we are tight yeah, like yeah, that yeah. anyway. So, yeah, I would want them to know the other side of the family just, you know, just so they can know them, you know, know who they are. And, you know, they might find a cousin that they just like and they hit it off or whatever. Who knows? You know, then they have a friend for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, yeah, for me, I would want them to know the other side. Now with this this parent that's missing, would you encourage that kid at a certain age to to seek out a relationship with this other person? I certainly would not encourage it, but I am very supportive of it. Um, if my child comes to me and says that's something that she's interested in doing, and absolutely, okay, what do you need me to do? Um, it, that's just it's just tough. Like I feel like it, it's. If she wants to do it, absolutely, I have to support that. But I just feel like an adult needs to make that first connection. But obviously, she's missing something and she wants to find it. So I have to do it. So I agree. I definitely, I wouldn't, I would support my child. And if they wanted to seek out um, their parent, but I would definitely have to have a discussion with um, him why he, will, he wants to do that and what he hopes to get out of it um, and process that because a lot of times we tend to seek out people and want something very specific from them and we set ourselves up for failure because most times we're not going to get what we expect. So um, I'll have to really, really have a discussion with my child about what they expect and what if that doesn't happen and what can you get out of it despite whatever they do to make sure that um, they're clear and they'll be able to um, handle whatever happens on the other side. And it's kind of like the same thought process where you say forgiving when you forgive somebody is not for the other person, it's for you. So it's for them, for me. They need to be lucky. They back in my good graces. So. <laughs> Wait, before you finish, how many phones you got, dog? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, why, but why you always got to ask questions when I'm saying something? When December or JD is talking, they can say they whole you, you wanna know point the truth. of view. But when you, I you, you say something. Know, you don't know why? Yeah. Because I tune out when you be talking. I'm sorry. Why do you tune out when I'm talking? That's so rude. It's kind of like when your parent be talking and you just kind of like stop listening. You remind me of my parent and I stop listening. I remind you of your parent? Uh Uh-oh. You trying to say she old? No, she's like matter-of-fact and stern. Like my parent. I, I remind you of your parent? My mama was matter of fact or stern. I, I remind you of your you parents. said I got mama issues. That's, that's a compliment, Keisha Nicole, because he loved his mama. That's, that's a compliment. That's a compliment. Her face. 
He childish, and he don't oh, want man. to be in trouble. That's all. Wait, what, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently we talking about your weekend. Your parent. She like, you have me a parent. I'm not your parent. Jerry couldn't remind me of my parent. And Why he couldn't? Because he's a guy, and my dad wasn't there. Jerry, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy I, wasn't there. I've been here for 30 years. So. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pay attention. And what about December? No, I, I think I need to get to the bottom of this. Well, December, I'm, I don't even I'm, know what December be saying either. I'm, I'm feeling a certain kind of way. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I remember. Let me see. What did you say? I don't remember what she said either. But you, when we were just doing our pre-show, you said you remembered everything. Yeah, I'll play it back later. <laughs> Total recall. Yeah, I do. I recall it later. I not remember right now. Oh, man. <laughs> but the question was, would you encourage your kid to see God? Oh, no, it's still not my turn. It's her turn. I just interrupted yeah. her. <laughs> no, I know that part. Oh, you can hear it when Jerry talks. No, I knew what the question was. <laughs> I don't remember what you said about the question. That's what the, that was. Well, I don't think she remembered now either. <laughs> I do remember what the question was. Yeah, no, what you was about to say. Yeah. No, because somebody just told me I remind them of their parent, and it's just because you got me so confused. <laughs> we, but we keep talking about weird. We keep talking about how she's keeping us under control. And we're the chaotic children, and we're Alvin, Simon, Theodore, and she's Dave, so... I'm not Diane. Diane. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So, why is it weird when I say it? <laughs> when we've been saying it for, what, four shows now? <laughs> is it my turn? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'll uh, text you. Uh-oh. I'm about to get in trouble, y'all. Splinter tank. Splinter tank. It's definitely about to be a splinter tank. Oh. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Robbie. God. <laughs> what was the question? Oh, And I got a pee. <laughs> yeah. Nervous. I ain't nervous. I just got a pee. I drink a lot Would of water. Would you encourage your job to got the uh, the absent period? Well, nah, nah. I, if, if it was something that they wanted, to do I would help in any way or capacity but I wouldn't encourage them if I like I say I'm, I'm a soul believer in adults being adults so your child shouldn't have to seek you out and it, should, it irritates me to the fullest when I hear fathers get upset because their children don't contact them like that makes no fucking sense to me like you're the parent like you're the parent you reach out to them you talk to your children you know how much shit your children are doing on a day-to-day -day basis even though we may not feel like it's important but their life in their little minds is important. You know, I don't get upset if my daughter doesn't text me. I know she's doing mm -hmm. what she does. And I'll reach out to her from time to time and say, hey, how you doing, baby? I love you. And if she texts me and she only wants something, I'm okay with that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't hold it personal. It's never personal with my children. It's never like, oh, well, he, why he can't ever cry? Like, that shit is crazy to me. Like, what the fuck? So, man, at the end of the day, if my if my kid says, or they, I want to find my parent, I want to find, I'm like, yo, cool, but it's their job to find you. It's not your job to find them, you know? So I, I'm glad you said that because I want to speak to that because that has definitely been an issue especially with my kid because my kid is different and if you don't know him you would take him as not caring 
and in reality he is a very caring person but he's not going to call like that's just not what he does but he um has developed a relationship with JD like he trusts JD JD shows up JD calls him so he will call JD and talk to him for hours because he's invested in him mm-hmm. but other people feel like he he doesn't care but you you have to initiate some of that stuff but like what the fuck that's your child around. though mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that shit like that makes no sense what the fuck does that mean you're a fucking grown up call your kid <laughs> stop uh, my kid don't really no, like nigga that. grow the fuck up and call your kid your kids listen your kids did not ask to be brought here you brought them here. It's your responsibility to reach out to them. It's your responsibility to eat crow if you have to fucking eat crow. You gotta do it for them. Like you so and if you if you that if you your ego is that big, it's that bad where you got you don't call me, I ain't gonna call. Nigga, what the fuck? Like that makes no sense. Like that has never made any sense to me. And anybody that says that, I wanna punch them in their fucking face. <laughs> like fuck that. Like at the end of the day, these are your kids. We're not talking about calling some because there's some broad that you fucked over, you'll be blowing her fucking line up. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's some bullshit. I don't want to hear that shit. Like I'm not. You, I, 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 I hate that I don't shit. See you like that. I'm, I'm so passionate about that shit because I'm. I never like. I know my daughter was mad at me. <laughs> she's like she's not calling me. Like she's mad if she's not talking. And she's probably not gonna answer the phone when I call. But I'm still gonna call and text her. I love you. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're mad. Mm-hmm. And when I see her, I grab her and I kiss her. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if you're mad at me. I love you. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Like I. I, I just don't get. How you can look at your child and hold them to the same accord that you would hold somebody in the street. That they wouldn't. Because somebody in yeah. the street, they're, you're they're right. quick they're, to mend those. You're definitely right about that. So that shit irritates me. Like, that shit's gay as fuck to me. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't get it as a man. How do you feel that way? How do you, how do, oh, he doesn't call. So what? Fuck that. Call that nigga. Call that nigga every night if you have to. Text him. Reach out to him. Like me and my like you say it's a comfort level. Me and my son had an awesome relationship. My son would call and just text me to see how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But if he didn't, I would still reach out to him. Like my daughter, it's weird because when she texts me, I'm like, "What do you want?" Because <laughs> I think she wants something. But she's like, "Oh, I just gotta see how you doing." I'm like, "Oh, okay, how you doing?" <laughs> but but at the same time, I reach out to them. I don't feel bad when they feel bad. Like she was upset at me for her reason, and I said, "You know what?" You have a legitimate reason to be upset. And we're going to explore those reasons. I want to hear your side of it. And I'll express to you my side of it. But at no point in time did I say or have a chip on my shoulder with my kids. Like, I never have a chip on my shoulder. Now, with everybody else, yeah, fuck yeah. It's your fault. You're wrong. I'm never wrong. With my children, I'll be wrong if that's going to get us to a common ground to where we can still communicate. Especially now that they're getting older. So the time is fleeting now. They're teenagers. So if they want to hang out with a nigga, I'm very, I'm privileged at this point in time. Because they like, nigga, we got a life. You kind of cool. Yeah. My my daughter was like, dad, I want to go see this girl called Ariana Grande. Have you heard her? I'm like, look, little motherfucker. I know who the fuck Ariana Grande is. I know. But no, I'm sorry, y'all. It's just that that shit irritates the fuck out of me when I hear niggas say that. And I'll be like, bro. What are you saying? Like, how do you say that? How do you be a man? Call yourself a man and say some shit like that. Like, that that makes no sense. But anyway. Yeah, I actually, I wouldn't encourage it. I'd be like, do that when you turn 18. And that way you're on your own. If you want to go out and do that on your own, go right ahead. Be my guest. But 
again, we on this path. <laughs> Everything's going all right. We ain't trying to get these waves rocking, baby. Nigga, don't want you know what I'm saying? Hey, I got two out the house. I got three to go. We got to keep this train rolling. <laughs> don't need no waves. I want to be petty and be like, go ahead. So then when it fails, you be like, I told you. Uh, see, hey, I try to tell you you want shit. I mean, Your mama the only one that love you, baby. Yeah. yeah. Real shit. That's real shit, though. Because shit, the world definitely don't. So, hey, once you leave the house, don't nobody give a fuck about you. So, womp womp. yeah, that's just <laughs> mm, shit. It is what it is. Now we out. Say with sticking with the absent parent, completely absent parent. Say you out and about you and your kids, y'all out shopping, eating, or whatever it may be, and you bump into that other parent. What would your reaction be? Like they walk up and just actually like speak to you, like, "Hey, how you doing? What would you, you know, would you introduce your child and be like, well, this is." No, I'm not introducing anyone. I'm going to ignore the hell out of him and um, give him a look like, you dirty bitch, you could have planned this better than this. Like, but it's just by comments. I know, but yeah. what I'm saying is, like, you, you haven't put forth any effort in however many years Weekend, in this scenario. New Orleans. In this scenario, so uh, take it, take, don't take, take, it take this effort area. now because you see us out. Like, it, no, this, no. I'm not worried. Where, 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 where would you be, though? Just out. Like where, like mall, the mall, movies, strip club. I hope not the strip club strip with a child. I mean, baby. Be a really shit ass. <laughs> it's just after she, so if she's of age, then I, uh, you know, so that's so whatever. Sad, like, how does no, I'm talking about like, like baby. Yeah, no, baby yeah, it's just we're talking about preteen, itty bitty titty baby. Yeah, you know, ten, eleven years. Cambodian breast milk baby. Old, old enough, <laughs> old enough to know. Old enough to know. Everybody got to feel the vengeance now, because Smith said. I don't need pick on her. I ain't pick on no yo. <laughs> How would you feel, Keisha Nicole? Her <laughs> face telling a whole other story. I would. I I introduce him. I don't see a reason why you wouldn't. This your daddy. This here is your pappy. <laughs> this that nigga that looks. That's your pappy. Out of baby. I don't care. Like whatever. You, you got a daddy. There, there he is. is. <laughs> that, that nigga right enough. Don't talk to him. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. I used to, but this isn't really since um, my son's father wasn't around um, much. I used to think, especially when he started going to the predominant school, that those coaches thought I was like asexual. Like he didn't have, uh, <laughs> he just came from nowhere. Yeah, like he didn't have a dad. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't let this one go. Hold on. Hold on. You asexual first or? Gay with because <laughs> I mean I think I think they they just because they will only see me and they didn't think it was any man around and just assume was, I don't know he was amoeba right right <laughs> that's funny so that used to irritate me but it will it was Sorry. weird because when I started coming around they're like. Are you Jay's dad? <laughs> and then after a while, we, we, we I'd be like, well, no, I'm his coach. And then after a while, me and him just start saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of trying to go through all the explaining all that little craziness, and we just start going, eh, whatever. I, I wouldn't. I would tell them, like, yo, let's table this. 
Like, I mean, it also would depends. Like, if we at the mall, we're about to go shopping, we're about to do some family shit, I'd be like, no, nah, we ain't about to do that. Nah, I ain't want you asking me all these questions because the baby or whoever going to ask questions later or be confused. But what if it's no later? What Good. if something happens? Good. Dude. That's the moment we've been waiting oh, for. For to the other person? Yeah. Good congratulations. Never have that conversation. <laughs> pow, pow. High five, nigga. <laughs> Take care of it for me. How would you care? That's terrible. <laughs> nigga, we get a picture. I'd be like, yo, your mama, she was an astronaut, right? <laughs> and so what happened was the, the rocket went up and it exploded. She's a, a hero. And then you're going to have that kid going to school telling people that story. <laughs> and then now your kid going to be ostracized as the little liar. The they're little not going to know. Listen, first off, they're not going to know if it's a not. It is a not. They're going to call oh, your kid the little liar. It's some black astronauts. It is. That your dad blew up. was Santa Claus. <laughs> he lives in the North and Pole. And then, too. Man, <laughs> too, you know, light skinned babies. I mean, babies don't always come out light skinned. Mama could be white. It just come out real dark. What? <laughs> what does got to do with well, it? Just in case they be like, well, there ain't no black astronauts, they mm-hmm. died. Well, some white ones died. Didn't, that was the mama. They were like, was your mama the one that wore that diaper and went? <laughs> <laughs> was your mama the one in the P-Funk band? In George Clinton's UFO? <laughs> oh, but no, I, like I say, I, I just feel like that moment if if they come up in there and they're like yo I want to talk like okay cool I'm glad we've established this but let's let's do it in a different setting where there if there's questions we can answer those questions if I'm out I just don't want to deal with that at that moment we might be going to the movies we might be going to see you know whatever the case may be it's not going to be the end of it like yeah it's here little Bobby here's Big Bobby this is right it's not going to end and I'm like where you been where my daddy been where my mama where you been it deserves a full conversation now that you've made it aware you've approached me now you're saying yo I want to be back in my baby's life Boom, boom. Okay, cool. Not right now, because I might be with whoever I'm with. We're, baby, we doing a family day. Let's let's cool. Here's my number. Let's tomorrow or later today when we can go to the house and sit and talk and explore this. Now, if something happens to you in between that time, good job. <laughs> I hope you, they you, sign my baby up for life insurance policy. You've been, you been missing it all this time? Fuck it. <laughs> we don't have to rock the boat, like JD said. Like, We're not going to rock the boat. Yeah, we ain't making waves. <laughs> all right. I feel like God did that on purpose. All right. Like, keep going. Stop this. But like you say, now I look but behind your theory. I introduced him at the mall, then something happened to him later on. Oh, you just met your daddy or mama, and now they dead. <laughs> it's your fault, little kid. <laughs> at least they got the opportunity to meet them. Well, for me, he go. Depending on what dad is of the week, I'll tell you, you can take this nigga with you. <laughs> Today. Oh, shit. We here. Yeah, I was looking for a babysitter. Hey, I, hey, I can go to the bar right now, but no, nah, I, uh, <laughs> I probably would introduce mm-hmm. it right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. I would. This is like, oh, yeah, that, that bitch got right there. That's her. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that they, that by the, if I say we table it later, they just get cold feet and be like, you know what, fuck that. And then that, uh, I, I, I did. One time, uh, my kid, he was mad at me and was like, I want to go stay with my daddy. <laughs> oh. I said, call him. Please call him. <laughs> His daddy said, come on. I said, get your stuff. Took him. And I didn't even wait till you got in the house. I pulled off. I do like, what? You want to play that daddy mess? Go yeah, ahead. Right. Go ahead and stay with him, please. That means I don't got to get up in the morning, take you to school. Right. Practice. I- 
Deuces. <laughs> Two hundred dollars spice. <laughs> right. You want, want to play that daddy card? Go ahead with that daddy. That's funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I would introduce him right there on the spot though. Like here, that's her. Go say something to her. Make her uncomfortable because that's the whole thing about it. I want him to be uncomfortable. You know, you've been running around doing what the fuck you want to do. Nah, 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 nah. Give us 10 minutes. Let's get you out your comfort zone for a minute. Maybe you can feel a little bit of what I have to do every damn day. But that's why I think that shit, if they ain't been around, give them a couple minutes, they'll realize that shit ain't what it's cracked up. You think it is? Yeah. Or the kid will see it like, oh, they on some bullshit. And, and, and people think that I absolutely hate parenting, but I don't. But it's a lot. It's a lot in involved. Yeah, it's, it's a lot involved. You know, like getting your kids on a Saturday or Sunday, and you know that shit is nowhere close to Monday through Friday. Like that's that's work. Like if somebody came along and said, "Yo, you can be a good parent and just pay so much money a month," I'd be like, "Good job, check." You can't. It's called child support. No, but you're a bad parent because you're not spending time. I need the good parent and the money and part. The money part. <laughs> <laughs> I still need the good parent title. <laughs> I need them I need to be like, you're an amazing parent, but you just have to pay every month and you don't have to be bothered with the whole see, job. Sign me up, bitch. You're going to see a participation trophy. Nigga, that's like working from home. That's like working from home. <laughs> 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 the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's say you get into a, a serious relationship with someone and they have a younger child let's say not even extremely young let's say 10 11 somewhere in that range and the other parent is absent y'all really kind of vibing and y'all kind of like in a real relationship would you assist with parenting that that child as opposed to a fake relationship yeah everybody have at least one fake relationship what's that nigga Oh, well, that's another topic. Yeah, that's another, another topic for another day. another day. Let's not get into that. But just give me what's a fake relationship? Somebody that think you're in a relationship. Like, at least yeah. five out of the last ten relationships. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, a real relationship, you actually <laughs> you actually going out and doing things with y'all vibe, y'all might live together, whatever. That's a relationship. A fake yeah, relationship. If you ain't met my kids, it's probably Yeah, a fake you ain't met my kids, it's a fake relationship. Yeah, it's probably fake. Yeah. Or could it just be early on in a relationship? Yeah, that's a fake relationship, yeah. too. Yeah. If you ain't met my kids after like 90 if days. Early on in a relationship, then count yeah. that. Was yeah. it 90 days? That's like, what was it at the plant before you get your benefits? 90 days. Yeah. <laughs> well, 90 it days. used to be now they fire you at 88 days. I'm going to start doing <laughs> niggas like the post office. <laughs> so the post fail. office will fire you five days, bring you back so they don't have to hire you full time. Yep. You've been working at the post office for three years and not working at the post office. Hmm. So I'm starting to Yeah that's like Some that. contract type Break stuff. up with you For five days At the first of the year And then start you back over Like your day Has got to start back over <laughs> The hell <laughs> Point system and shit Right But like yeah but I, I had a situation When I, no I lived <laughs> When I lived In Alabama I, I was in a situation Like that I uh, met a uh, young lady She was really nice You know And we started vibing Kind of off the hop She met my son Probably at the Probably like two or three months because I don't take people around my kids like that. And, um, you know, his mom was here or whatever. And so she kind of jumped in just like all in. She would get them, take them shopping, haircuts, took them on a trip. You know, she was doing all the shit that I didn't want to do. Yeah, December's not doing any of that. Yeah. So, you know, so then with that, it made me be a better parent because she started making me do stuff that I didn't like doing. So she pulled me out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Some too. So for me, you know, it, it worked for me. 
You'd have caught me back in the day. Maybe, perhaps. No, I'm not raising nobody else's kids. <laughs> unless they're coming from the foster care system. But I'm not raising anybody else's children. Like, if you need support, if you need my... my uh, I'm not raising anybody else's kids. What? I've been standing on the wall since episode I, I, one. I have, I have just... It just hit me, too. You was a scandalous-ass girlfriend. Because <laughs> <No>, you're not. Because <laughs> you were going to take in a whole foster system of kids and the nigga you fucking well, with Well, they don't you. have parents. So... Well, maybe that, that, nigga, that nigga didn't have a mama. She needs your help. Uh, December is not raising anybody's children. <laughs> Unless you're in the foster system. Unless you're in a foster, foster care system. system. Yes. Hey, y'all fellas. <laughs> For you niggas. They don't have no kids. No, I just, I mean, you know. They better be grown. I, I can be a, a big sister type of figure, but. That's <laughs> still kind of helping, though. Even with that. No, it's not. She ain't helping with shit. I can't do it. Say, <laughs> them niggas better come with their own tool belt. <laughs> and they should. Because I'm not going to date a guy that's not going to take care of his kid, first of all. He's not going to need me. He's not. Bro, yes, we do. Dude, single dads that are taking care of their kids, they definitely need help of whoever the woman is. I'll be a part of the village. Now, we're not going to tell you, you know, you don't have to raise, raise them. But we need, especially if you got a girl. He's going to need some assistance. He's going to be running around with a pad trying to figure out how I go. And I'm be sitting there playing PS4. <laughs> Damn. Watching ESPN. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, she's been, oh child. He's going to be YouTube trying to figure out how to put her pad on. We are literally four dudes. <laughs> I'm not a dude. Doing the podcast right now. I'm not a dude. <laughs> oh, so, um, no, I would not. <laughs> Um, step in <laughs> as the other parent I think because um, that child already has parents and that relationship with the parent is what it is I will support the parenting role like wh- whatever the guy that I'm doing however he parents um, his children I will support that like I wouldn't step in and this is a question for both of you guys what if you meet him and the, the parent is dead I was thinking that the other parent is dead, like the the mom was dead. I still would um, support whatever parenting style he has. I wouldn't. I would never like impose any like parenting like on my own with that child. If I had a suggestion because that mom is dead, I would talk to him first about it and let him, you know, execute that. I, because I just think, you know, you it, that's a very delicate, mm-hmm. delicate um, position to be in. I, I mean, I love kids and I would support them, but I wouldn't step in and try and be a parent to them because they already have parents. And I think if I was ever like got married and my husband had kids, it's a bonus parent and my role would be to support whatever is already happening and not to impose what I think should happen. No, I agree. And I think and I think I'm probably more so conscious of that because my personality is so forward like, mm-hmm. you know, my opinion is so out there, so I have to be conscious about not doing that and overstepping my boundaries. I don't think it'd be overstepping your boundaries. Well, in marriage, I really don't think it's overstepping your boundary. Relationship maybe. But in marriage, I mean, shit. You a fucking step parent, so it's kind of like if I was to get married and I had it, obviously I trust this person mm-hmm. and I trust their opinion. You know, I would want them to kind of step in. 
Well, for me, I guess it's case by case because, like, if the parent is there, then probably not. You know, they're, they're, I, I, I usually, if I'm dating somebody, I tell people off rip. Like, young ladies I date, if they got kids, I'm like, listen, if I'm in your life, I'm going to treat your children and I'm going to parent them the way that I parent my kids. If you're uncomfortable with that, let me know now. Because if I'm gonna be around your child and and whoever, if you if they got a dad or whatever the case may be, I want him to know that as well. Because if I'm gonna be around your child, I'm gonna be even killed with your child. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be the same way I am with my kids. It it may cause a problem with that that dad if he's active. But if he's active, then that's less of parenting that I have to do. A lot of times though, being a man, you run across far more women who have kids and the dad's not active then you run across the ones who have a kids that the dads are active so you end up sometimes by default taking on a greater role if it's you know if it's somebody that you really care about if you're in the house and you really care about them you take a take a greater role <laughs> so i mean it's just that's just for me that's what i've had to do like you know i've it's i've been the father figure you know, I've been like, yo, this time with my son, if you got a boy, this time be with him. Now, if his dad, if you and his dad have something else worked out, then that's cool. And I and I will play the back. But I haven't really had the experience of having to deal with someone who had their dad. You know what I'm saying? I've had to be the male role model. So I didn't have the option of saying, OK, well, no, I don't. I'm a hands off because I, ju- I just feel like if I'm there, I should be that role model. I should be that figure. So that's just my experience from the couple of people that I've dealt with that had children. So, yeah. I don't think I ever dealt with a guy who had children, though. But I have. I ain't trying I to try be in no relationships. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's across the board. I have. <laughs> I have. Um, and the ones where I actually met the children, because I don't be wanting to meet kids either. <laughs> it doesn't just <laughs> apply to the adults in the family. I don't want to meet the kids either. But um, that one kid who's like a year older than Jay, um, we would do a lot of stuff together with them. And then... Um, most recently, it's a little girl, and I was really, really close to the little girl, like loved her to um, pieces, but I never like tried to step in to be to be um, her mother. It was just like I was just support and like she she looked to me and would talk about me all the time to other people because I took time with her and like taught her stuff mm-hmm. that other people weren't doing yet. But so. her mom wasn't dealing with her, or just no, no, no. She she lived with her mom, but um, like when she was with me, and it's so crazy because I still have like all these random flashcards in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever she would come in, she I would she would go home with some flashcards. We'll go through them, and I'll take and she takes the flashcards home. Like taught her how to spell her name when she was like one. So. I mean, that was a support. Like, I, I mean, I didn't tell her what to do, but I would just take time with her because she was so smart. And I was like, I'm a full time parent and I don't tell my kids what to do. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't think you have to tell them what to do. <laughs> tell me what to do. I mean, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discipline her. Right. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. discipline her. Like, tell her, you no. You can't do that. Right. I wouldn't yeah. discipline her. Maybe I should just say that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's still. 
Yeah, I, I'm not doing what she did. She ain't doing I nothing. Think it's different. <laughs> but, I, but see, I, at the same time, I think it's different though, because like I say, if if I'm a man and she has a son, I kind of have to discipline him if that's the degree of our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes those boys need male discipline, and I'm saying sometimes, and I'm not saying that women can't discipline boys, whatever the case may be. But some, like I know that I needed a little bit of male. Hey nigga, like, cause I had a I had a stepdad, and he stepped in, and he was like, "Hey nigga, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta move like this, you gotta do like, you know what I'm saying." And a lot of times, I just felt like my mom was just nagging about every motherfucking thing. Like, you just mad about everything. Like, I I can't handle everything. And he'd be like, "Well, look, you need to. This is important. You need to do this. Mm-hmm. You know." So I I can say it's I guess it's just different as being a man and and dealing in it than you know maybe as the women being more of a helpmate because I I don't think I've ever had any female I've dated discipline my children but my children I need discipline (laughs) 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 they don't need discipline I've been the one that needed discipline so yeah I guess it's just different I guess you know for men it's different than it is for women you know yeah because I'm not naturally built to just be raising kids (laughs) I already know I'm too stern I'm too direct I'm too straightforward so my kids have to have that buffer Mm -hmm. fooling around with me because I I know me I'm straight because I worked in the you know youth facility for four years mm-hmm. so it's kind of like i took on that demeanor and then like i my kid would never end up here so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you know that's my mindset so i'd be grilling them and i'm that i'm that tough love dad so my kids have to have that buffer in there in order i did my daughters but well my sons mm-hmm. need it. my daughters don't because they riding shit <laughs> it's the girls it's the baby girls yeah, they, i don't yeah, my girl's right. They fucked up. Yeah, I'm like, you about to try to clean that up. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, no cleaning they, they, that they, up. They, I, I hate it for when they get a boyfriend. They gonna be like, nigga, you gotta go back to your daddy. Like, I ain't with all this shit. So my daughter's gonna be that clingy that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you better cling to my daughter, boy. That's how that gonna work. Now, as far as marriage goes, would you give your kid the last name? Or the new last name? Um, the person you I certainly would not. If the other parent is absent. If the other parent was absent. No. Um, No. I think for me, I I can't see that because my daughter, I mean, she's a girl. So hopefully she'll, if that's what she wants to do, eventually get married or whatever. And her last name will change anyway. But um, I don't see the purpose in giving a different name. And actually, I did ask my kid. Um, she has her dad's last name. I asked her if she wanted to take my name. She's like, nah. Oh. <laughs> so, nah. I'm kind of used to this one. <laughs> yeah. This one's she one. didn't want to be the brand. She didn't want to be the brand. <laughs> what if, like, say you got married and that kid was, like, little and the dude, like, raised him from, like, I don't know, a year old on through? I still don't see the purpose in changing the name. Um... Well, if I got married and we all got the same last name, maybe, maybe if it was a baby, it maybe was a baby, right? Maybe. So she, she's not. I don't know. I want to say left out, but the dad would definitely have to be out of the picture, right? Completely. Like parenting rights have been terminated. <laughs> yeah, on paper. Like, like, yeah. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, right. he, he dies. dies. Then, yeah. And think of that. Just I got a story real quick, y'all. It, it, it's funny that you said that. It's like I actually went to a court. It's funny that I said if he dies, he dies. No, no that was funny. That's still funny. No, that's still funny. I actually went to court one time with a kid, and I actually yeah. saw a mother. I saw a mother. I'm talking about little kids, like probably ages two to six. 
just like, oh, I don't want these motherfuckers. Signed a piece of paper and gave them to like her 90-year-old grandmother walked out the court. I wish I'd have been there. That was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, who the fuck does that? What kind of mental person like fuck all five of these kids? Give them to this old ass lady. The old ass lady sitting there looking confused. She didn't know what the fuck was going on. Walked out the courthouse. Well, you know what? In in that situation, I'm I'm happy she did that though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't if, if like I always feel like if you get to that point where you like, fuck it, I don't want to deal with my kids, sign them over, it's no telling what else you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To to them. Mm-hmm. So let somebody else let t- whoever else can come in and it's gonna get them kids the love that they need because we've seen too many stories where motherfuckers the one lady had her kids in the car ran the car into the river with the kids mm, in yeah. it and shit you know what I'm saying she, she, she had her kids in that freezer yeah no. you see too oh, yeah. many Gosh. stories of people doing ill shit and, and, and like we talked about it motherfucker didn't think, motherfuckers don't think when they having kids they don't think like oh What's gonna come with these kids? And when that shit hit the fan, a lot of people not built for this parent shit. A lot, a lot of motherfuckers not built for this parent shit. So I, I ain't built so, for it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've been being parented. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know, it's just it's it's unfortunate, but I'm just happy that she was smart enough to get them kids somewhere where they could get some love, you know, as opposed to just selling them to we over an hour a dude uh, you know fucking hour motherfucker fuck a fuck an hour fuck an hour five minutes oh, anyway oh, good. so yeah I, I, I don't know it, it, <laughs> yeah it just, it just freaked me out I had never seen anything like that before in my life I, I got nothing <laughs> seen it every I day I snorted that time working down in <laughs> juvenile courts <laughs> every day that shit was sad I felt bad <laughs> like yeah I'm just I feel bad just thinking about Shoot, my fir- my very first foster child that I had, um, her mom, I was driving from. Oh yeah, you were foster child. De- Detroit, all the way to Lakeside. Mo- is it Lakeside? What's that mall by y'all? Macomb Mall is by Lakeside. Lakeside, Lakeside is Lakeside. Uh, mm-hmm. in Sterling Heights. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. traveling all the way from Detroit to Sterling Heights every Saturday morning. Detroit City. She had um she had to have her parenting time at the mall in public. Wow. And um, she just stopped showing. Just stopped mm-hmm. showing. Like, fuck it. Was she on heroin? I don't know. Who knows? Uh-huh. Just stopped showing them. And so the way the system set up, I had to keep going for mm-hmm. Are you all just out there yeah. chilling, huh? Keep going. Yep. Just in case she showed up. Yeah. Just in case she showed up. Because she didn't sign over anything. Correct. She didn't, she didn't call and say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm done with this. They had to make, you know, motion the courts to, to terminate, terminate that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But until they did you that, was just wasting your just, time. Just wasting my time. Yeah. I had to go out there and wait. I think like thirty minutes. And you know what? I'm a, let me say, I commend you for that. Yeah, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I always feel like it takes a special type of person to go out and bring in children who don't have the love and support that they need. Oh, that's the easy part. Nah, <laughs> it is <laughs> nah, dealing trust with their parents. Think, think, just thinking about me bringing some other kid into my house. Is making my skin crawl right now, <laughs> so <laughs> we're not gonna discount <laughs> the love that you have in your heart because <laughs> that's just no nigga no. <laughs> that's the man, I don't even want the little ass dog. I have to watch from time to time. Shit. Oh man. Uh, where we at? <laughs> the village. Yeah, we, we on go. that village. On that village, y'all. Do y'all have a village? And you know. 
who the most important people in village and do you still believe in the village? Who are the people? The village in is alive and is doing well. I think the the, the village um, may have different definitions by each person, but my village is, you know, my my mom, my sister, you guys. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> it's my village. Right. Yeah, but my village is there. I definitely... Um, Jalen definitely has a village. Um, my family, like, they just took to him. They're always there for him. Just a phone call away. And um, y'all are my village. Definitely Adrian and JR. Do I have time to, do I have time to tell y'all why y'all are my village? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got time. Okay. Now we do the fuck we want to do. But it's over fuck. our hour. Maybe that's why we didn't get... So... Um, my kids' uh, family lives like really, really close to December. So every time I would take him over there, I would say like, if you feel any kind of way or whatever, I will always point to her house like, you can go right there. That's mommy's good, good friend. I've known her practically all my life. So that's a, a safe house that you can go to if necessary. Um, we all know that JB has been um, my son's personal coach and mentor and the relationship that he developed with Jay is just like, I couldn't be more appreciative, but when um, one time I was really, really, really drunk and <laughs> and Jerry made sure, I mean, JD <laughs> made sure, you know, that I was safe. He put me in the bed. So, I mean, I, I trusted him. I was enumerated. <laughs> so, and um, this person, Rye P, though he drives me insane. Drives me crazy. Me my BFF forever. And before Jalen was, oh, before my kid was even a oh, month old. kill you. All right. Before my kid was even a month old, we had went through something very, very traumatic. And I had just went to his house and he just let me in and just let me sit there. Didn't ask me any questions. Me and Jay just sat there and that was cool. I appreciated that. And I had an accident probably when when Jay was seven and I couldn't get him from school. And even though me and him weren't talking as much, I called him and he it was no problem. He went and made sure Jay was okay. So my village is the bomb dot. We the shits. Right. Yeah, we the shit. Dope ass village. Like I say, these people that are sitting here with me are definitely an intricate part of my village because as you guys know, <laughs> this grown up shit is not, it's for the birds. So <laughs> I need as many people <laughs> emotionally moral support as possible. You know, along with my kid my kids and um they have an amazing mom and her family and um when my mom was here she was an amazing grandma and my brother he's an amazing mm-hmm. uncle so i have a, a dope ass village and i have like a bunch of bros that 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 look out and we look out for each other so you know the village is real important like i don't know how anybody <laughs> can do this parenting thing <laughs> by themselves right see that dinosaur leg <laughs> <laughs> 
People are I don't stupid. know how anybody can do this panic thing by themselves. Like anybody who says that they can, they fucking lying. You know, right? Because you need multiples. Mm-hmm. You need multiple male role models. You need multiple female role models. You you mm-hmm. want to make sure that your your child has people that they feel comfortable and they can trust. Because we're in a world where it's really hard to trust people, mm-hmm. and so you you gotta let them know that there's some safe zone, some some people that that genuinely care about them. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely the village. Yeah, I'm I'm with the village. Top three sitting at this table with me because I know I can call on these people for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care where they at or what they doing. They going to make it happen some kind of way, even if they got to, you know, don't get the other one to call the other mm-hmm. one or whatever. You know, and then, of course, I got my sisters. And it's really good for me to have a lot of women in my village because I have two young daughters and I have one that live with me and... The shit girls go through when they get like 10, 11 years old is I'm not built for. You know, it's dad, I'm cramped, take a Tylenol, here's a hot towel, that's all I got for you. You know, I can't teach her all that lady shit. So it's good to have people to call upon to help with that. So yeah, we definitely gotta keep that village intact, people, but make sure you have the right people in it because a hey, one toxic person can just destroy the whole thing. So just Very have to true. be careful. Yep. I think that's it. Yep. That's it. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. So uh, here you go, Robbie, in this outro. Thanks, everyone. Next week. Give it to me. Or give me that stuff. Sometime. That <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about adulting. When I was hot. It's, yeah. it's, it's your girl Keisha Nicole. Bye. All night. Just that. This motherfucker turn my.
You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.